This episode of the GCSAA podcast is presented in partnership with Bayer, a company committed to providing technical expertise and innovative solutions that maximize turf quality and make superintendents' jobs easier. For more on the company and its offerings in the golf industry, visit es.bear.us and look for the Turf and Ornamentals Management tab at the top of the page. As always, our thanks to Bear for their support of this podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the GCSAA podcast, number 43 for those keeping track at home, and I'm not quite sure why you'd be doing that. But anyway, I'm your host, Scott Hollister, the editor-in-chief of Golf Course Management Magazine, and I want to thank you for downloading and tuning in once again. On this episode, we feature a conversation with Alex Studeman, the GCSAA Class A Superintendent at TPC Deer Run in Silvis, Illinois, which recently played host to the PGA Tours John Deere Classic. Uh, Thanks to a little help and hospitality from our friends at John Deere, uh, I got to spend a few days in the Quad Cities during tournament week and uh, had a chance to sit down with Alex to dig into topics like tournament prep, a recent major bunker renovation that he and his team tackled, and his career in golf course management, which begins another chapter shortly as he takes on a new role within the TPC network as their director of agronomy. I've known Alex uh, for a number of years. Great guy, great superintendent. He has been active both with his chapter and with GCSAA on the national level. And I think you're really going to enjoy my chat with Alex Studeman from TPC Deer Run. As always, if you missed any recent episodes of the GCSAA podcast, you can catch up by digging into our archives available wherever you get your podcast, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and of course, the GCSA website. You can also subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on all those same services if you haven't already done that, which just seems like the right thing to do. Don't you agree? (laughs) And uh, with that shameless plug out of the way, let's go. This is episode 43 of the GCSAA podcast with Alex Studeman from TPC Deer Run. Hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, uh, I'm happy to be kind of reconnecting uh, with an old friend in the business um, who, gosh, I've been here, I don't know how many times, Alex, five or six times, but lucky enough to play. Uh, the course uh, numerous times, um, but I'm glad I've got this opportunity. It's been a few years since we've seen a lot of Absolutely. familiar faces, um, but happy to be joined by Alex Studeman, CGCS. Uh, Alex is the golf course superintendent at TPC Deer Run in Silvis, Illinois. Wh- which is which is your favorite quad city, by the way? Silvis is not an official quad city. Correct, correct. So of all the of all the quad cities, Moline has to be my favorite because one, that's where I live, but two, that's where my wife is from. That, okay, that's right. And that is I that may that may be John Deere's official address as well. Absolutely. John Deere World Headquarters, Moline, Illinois. That's right. Excellent. So that was that was a question for later, but I thought I threw it in there. But um uh, Alex has uh, spent uh, I guess a grand total of 14 years uh, on over two different stints here Correct. at Deer Run. Correct. Um, we have had experience at a, a whole host of TPC uh, network facilities, Twin Cities, uh, San Antonio. Um, when did you when did you come back here full time as, as head superintendent? Uh, I came back in uh, early 2014. 
Okay, so he's been here since then, and this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a swan song, and we'll get into that as uh, Alex has uh, accepted an exciting new position uh, with the PGA Tour with the TPC Network. Um, what is your official title going to be? I'll be a director of agronomy for the TPC Network. Okay, will you work with the PGA Tour agronomy team? Is this a separate uh, agronomic team within the organization? Uh, I will work uh, in conjunction with PGA Tour agronomy focusing primarily on our TPC network of clubs, but I'll also be involved in, in the agronomy for uh, some of our other tournament venues. Okay, and this is a new position, correct? Uh, it's or is this an, it's exist- a, uh, an existing position. Okay. Uh, Dennis Ingram, who's okay. been with us yeah, for yeah. many, many years, is is uh, happily retiring, and, and I'm going to be taking his position. And uh, uh, much like my replacement, people say, uh, got big <laughs> shoes to fill, That's- and I'm, I've definitely got some monstrous shoes with Dennis leaving us. That's right, and thank you for correcting me on that. I didn't want to slight Dennis at, at, at all. Um, and we'll get we'll get into that new position a little bit, and uh, just having the opportunity to be here. And just for the sake of the listeners, we are here at Deer Run during the week of the uh, 2022 John Deere Classic. It's uh, Tuesday as we record this. For those of you listening, you will hear this after the tournament's over, so um, you'll you'll know who won uh, <laughs> by then. But some of the questions we'll ask obviously have been recorded uh, prior. So um, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about the weather. Um, you're kind of also debuting. I won't say a new course, but um, there are certainly many new aspects because you've been through a pretty uh, rel- uh, relatively big renovation project in, in advance of this event. So uh, just on a Tuesday of tournament week, give us your uh, what's your comfort comfort level with uh the conditioning uh and where you are in, in terms of preparing the course for play you know honestly we are in one probably one of the better positions we've been in in my entire tenure here um we've got a well-seasoned existing staff along with uh quite likely our largest contingent of volunteers from around the world uh so there's 60 of us here that are that are preparing the course uh day in and day out for for the tournament play but it's really the efforts of our staff coming out of uh, the aforementioned renovation uh, last fall and in through some pretty challenging weather this spring to still provide uh, a golf course that's allowing us to, to manipulate it uh, with seasonal weather, warmer temperatures, but not a threat of extreme heat or extensive rainfall. So I, I think uh, it's always nice when you can have the most control. And, and I think Absolutely. that's where we're at right now. That, that that's great um during the uh, and it must be nice to have that big contingent of volunteers and and find and kind of see things i guess getting back to normal and whatever normal happens to mean uh in in our post-pandemic world but that's got to be gratifying and then i'm sure they're excited to, to be here and doing something that they've wanted to do but maybe didn't have the opportunity over the last several years oh absolutely you know this was you know when we didn't host the event in 2020 um, we all kind of had kind of a hole in our summers, you know, right. not only from the tournament standpoint, but from that outreach and that networking that came with with hosting people from all over our, our great industry. And, um, you know, 2021 was kind of the ramp up. It wasn't quite there. So we were going through a few motions and to have the group back this year. And, and this is what I told them in our in our volunteer kickoff meeting was. The grass is 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 just the the secondary this week. It's all the relationships, all that networking while you're out raking bunkers or filling divots or mowing greens that you're talking about what the other person is doing that you're working with. 
what they do outside of work, what what makes them tick. And it's those things that where we've gone in the last nine seasons that I've managed TPC Deer Run of having six to seven volunteers up to 30 plus because one person has a great experience and they tell the next person and it becomes word of mouth. And we also take that as a challenge because we want to have it be a great experience every time they come here. So our staff takes that on as a new benchmark. And then when everybody gets here, I mean, we're only, you know, we're through three shifts with this group of volunteers and it's already so close to being almost a perfectly oiled machine. It's just fun to sit back and watch. Yeah, that's that. That's great to hear how quickly that comes together. And um, I'm fortunate in my job to 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 witness that at various different events. So you get to see the different scopes. But uh, you know, between a, a a deer classic and I was in Boston for the U.S. Open a few weeks ago, and and that was a whole other level of uh, of of involvement. But I think the commonality is just the impact that it has on the people that are volunteering. Um, and especially, you know, I don't, I don't want to pigeonhole, you know, young folks in the industry, but just the, the, to see the eyes wide open and the uh, the appreciation of the scope that goes on. That's the same whether, you know, you're at a, a corn ferry event or, or a U.S. Open. And um, I think that's kind of a cool part of uh, the business. So, oh, for sure. It, it highlights it. And I, I think, um, you know, I told it to a few of our volunteers this morning and said, we're not bringing you here because we want you to break your back for seven days. We want you to be exposed to how we do this and having you here allows us to do it much more efficiently so that not only you and the rest of the volunteers, but also our staff can step back and really understand how this happens and enjoy it Yeah, and relish in it. And, and um, we've always tried to keep that as a cornerstone of our intentions of, of a tournament volunteer program yeah probably becomes real once they start seeing that cbs logo and they see their work on tv and and as things get to the weekend or golf channel on thursday or friday especially so. when you see a lot of strangers around you and a lot of golf carts and a lot of wires and a lot of antennas and it, it it really starts to smack you upside the head going yeah this is this is way outside of my pay grade that's right that's right <laughs> well you uh you mentioned um uh the renovation uh that, that was done here um and i think you were kind of finishing up tying up loose into the into the spring tell us about you know exactly what what did you guys do what was the intent and uh, how did the entire process go from uh, from start to finish smooth bumps along the way i think there's always bumps along the way absolutely but, you know the you know being a tournament venue you know we're we're at least fortunate to have a lot of shot data a lot of strat- strategy data of how the golf course plays for the john Deere classic but also we're a public facility that hosts 22 to 24,000 rounds a year, as well as it's a golf course that has to be maintained in some of the worst, you know, humid summer, wet months of the year. Yeah. And so taking all those factors into account, we recognized upon my return in, in 2014 that the bunkers themselves were falling apart. They had as I like to say, paid the rent. Yeah. <laughs> and the the playability of the golf course for the tournament, albeit great, there was potential to improve it. And so through a very concerted effort between uh, our construction and design services team, our original course architect, D.A. Weibring, um, as well as input from our agronomy team, uh, we undertook what was primarily focused on being a bunker renovation 
but also recognizing that this is a public golf course and that pace of play and enjoyment sure. are paramount, as well as we as a TPC Duran maintenance staff don't have 60 people on it as we do during this tournament week. So <laughs> right. it's got to be maintainable. Uh, so through that process, we, we started out with 80 bunkers that covered over 180,000 square feet. Um, at the conclusion of the project in uh, late December, we ended up with 76 bunkers and 120,000 square feet. Okay. So we peeled off about an acre and a half of area. But also in that process, then we strategically removed and or relocated bunkers that um, were beneficial to the playability for the John Deere Classic, but also improved some of our maintenance regimes, okay. you know, more, more rough little less fairway so we could reduce some of our chemical inputs as well as looking at it and da wybring i have to give him a lot of credit was always asking me alex how does the public play this golf hole and so when we looked at that then we could compare that to shot link data and go you know what this part of this bunker is unnecessary for the tournament and it's penalizing the daily fee player right let's remove it or can we make it smaller or reposition it and so it was a very concerted effort. Now, with all of those factors in play and, and a renovation being on something that's not concrete like a building where you know i got to put floor one on before floor two, it extended our schedule nearly until the snow fly yeah. in, in the winter. So was that a little bit stressful? Absolutely. But our team knocked it out of the park, and, and at the close of business on December 21st, we were easily allowed to celebrate the holiday. That's right. <laughs> that is a key a key uh, a benchmark. You mentioned the, the challenging weather you've had here uh, in the spring. Um, did that impact the kind of finishing things up? Um, and as we've discussed, you're pleased with where, where we're sitting today. Um, but, but how did that impact um, some of your final uh, touches on the renovation? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, Scott, we had probably four acres of sod that was laid um, especially towards the latter half of the project, so about after November 15th. And our winters can be very peculiar. They can be open and cold, or they can be wet and warm. And we had a little bit of everything. And fortunately, the sod survived. And in a normal spring, you know, we're into the mid-80s by April 15th, and, and away we go. Uh, unfortunately, this year, it remained cool and wet all the way through uh, Memorial Day, yeah. um, leaving us about a three weeks to truly prepare the sod surfaces uh, for tournament play. Um, and as we all know, golf course superintendents are very OCD, very, <laughs> very peculiar about details. And, um, you know, I would be lying to say that there weren't a few scars left over from that project. But I also, as I explained to our staff, when you, when you play the game of percentages and what was undertaken last fall, um, the minimal impact that we see out there from that that still remains is, is quite a testament to the hard work of, of our team that, that took it to the end here in December. Well, I'm looking forward to get out there and, and seeing the changes, and I hope you've removed some of the bunkers that would eat my golf balls when when I was uh, playing. Um, I'm sure of it. If your golf game is any like mine, yeah. we both won last <laughs> fall for sure. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure it is. So, Well, um, I, I'm, I'm curious. This is your... Um, this is your last uh, tournament here uh, in this seat. You'll be you'll be uh, passing that along, and I guess you can make the announcement since he's sitting here with us. But you can kind of make the announcement here on the on the podcast about uh, about your your replacement. 
Yes, absolutely. You know, we're very fortunate within the TPC network to uh, be able to promote from within. And I'm especially uh, excited uh, to see my former first assistant who's who moved on to a TPC San Antonio as a senior assistant, Jonathan Graham, um, you know, take, took on more responsibility, took a risk, faced some uh, unknowns growing warm season grass and overseed right. uh, to be able to uh, raise his own personal bar and professional bar uh to be a shoe-in for this position when it when it came open and and i'm going to be more excited in my new role to continue to work with jonathan um making deer run an even better uh golf experience uh, year round well jonathan i don't i don't have a mic for you but uh, congratulations um um I'm sure it'll be exciting i'm sure you won't totally get rid of this guy um <laughs> in, in, in his new role but uh good transition uh into your new role we talked briefly uh, about that at the at the start um when people your your neighbors or whatever ask you what you're going to be doing in the, in this in this new gig what do you tell them uh you know really what it what it involves scott is continuing to support the tpc network um, I've been fortunate to be a part of this great team for 23 years, and in my new role as a director of agronomy, I will I will be involved with our golf course superintendents in working with them on not only their tournament preparation plans and tournament agronomy, but also in their operational needs, whether that be you know capital plans or working on their operating budgets or simply to provide support in in what may be challenging them. And I will be we tasked with a number of TPC clubs as well as a few non-TPC clubs that host PGA Tour events. So, you know, what was the best way it was put to me is, is Alex, you've got 23 years of varied experience. It's time to now share that with more entities than just Deer Run. And, and to be able to do that, you know, going back to the networking and the camaraderie of our business, it was just such a great opportunity that I, I, I couldn't pass up. Yeah, it, it certainly sounds like it. And obviously, if you look through your resume, uh, you are as connected to the TPC network as, as probably anyone in the on the agronomic side. So it's it's a nat- nat- natural fit. What um, what will you what do you think you'll miss most about being a day to day superintendent overseeing a uh, a single facility and being just connected to that property? Like I know all superintendents get after they spend a number of times, you know, a number of years at the at the same property. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's your it's one of your children. You know, I met my wife here. Um, you know, we got our first pet here who. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, after after Mika passed, you know, there's there still might be a part of her deposited out here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's part of our family. It's part of the fabric that's that's built our existence. So that will never leave. And I think that's what I'll miss the most um, from that day to day is the people here um, that have built this property. Yeah. But um in the same vein, I'm I'm fortunate to still have these same people. I consider them all my friends. Um, you know, we get together outside of work for holidays and and really look out for one another. So that that I will definitely you know have to make an adjustment to. And and the morning sunrises. I mean, I'm an early riser, and I'm sure that that this new job will will have me potentially in airports a little more than <laughs> than I'm used to. Um, so that'll change. But I also I'm excited because it's providing an opportunity for Jonathan and his family. And it's the similar opportunity that I was afforded many years ago by Cal Roth and Collier Miller. 
to take the steps I have. And, and that gives me a good feeling um, to take this next step and, and uh, grow. Yeah. You know, if we don't grow, we're not a little scared. We're not a little anxious. Life can get a little boring. That's right. Ab- absolutely. And let me tell you from experience, the sunrise on the golf course is far superior to a sunrise in an airport, which unfortunately <laughs> I've I've seen those I, and I have seen the ones on the golf course and I like those way better. But uh, um, we could do a whole nother podcast on business travel and I'm sure maybe we will after, we you've, will may, after you've been in this job for a year, we can, we can sit down and, uh, and, and do this. We'll get back to this episode in a moment, but now a word from Bear, the proud sponsor of the GCSAA podcast. Bear is pleased to support golf course superintendents as they strive to maintain consistently healthy, beautiful, playable turf, and is committed to providing innovative solutions that maximize turf quality along with technical expertise that helps superintendents maintain their edge against hard-to-control turf diseases and damaging insects. And with summer heat here again, it's time to take a stand against turf diseases such as dollar spot brown patch and thracnose gray leaf spot fairy ring and mini ring with densicore fungicide the ultimate defense against these harmful turf diseases densicore gives you the ability to harness the power of a streamlined dmi fungicide in one simple solution its ultra low use rate affordability and strong turf safety profile allow you to spray less while protecting more acres in any climate densicore provides exceptional disease control and excellent turf safety across greens, tees, and fairways all summer long. For ordering details, go to es.bear.us slash Densicore. Remember to always read and follow label instructions and that not all products are registered for use in all states. Our thanks once again to Bear for their ongoing support of the GCSAA podcast. And now, back to this episode. Tell me a little bit about your origin story, because I don't know that I know that. How, you know... You're from Minnesota, correct? Absolutely. Um, when what's your what's your first memory of the game of golf? How did this this game and this job hook you in it originally? Well, and you know that's that's so funny, Scott. I was a golfer since I was in grade school. Um, my my mom or dad would drop me off at the golf course in the morning. It was a local uh, municipal golf course. I had a season pass it was just this little piece of cardboard yeah they never looked at it they just knew us we'd show up drop my mom would drop us off at eight o'clock we would play golf until about two and she'd pick us up you know you'd have a coke and a hot dog in the little cafeteria and i'll be the first to admit it my fuse when i was younger was about as long (laughs) as my little pinky and so golf for me was frustrating and i you know i'd throw my clubs and yell and scream and I was a, but I continued to play all the way through high school. And um, I was getting close to graduating high school. And my dad looked at me and says, Hey, this lady that works with me, her brother's the superintendent at that, at Bunker Hills. Okay. You should go get a job there. I said, oh, Man, I got to work outside. <laughs> and I got on the golf course. And yeah, it was rough, you know, string trimming trees all day, changing ball washer water. It was just nasty. And I'm like, ah, it'll be fine for a summer or two. I started going to school at the University of Minnesota Duluth to be an engineer. And my grade point average, I can attest, <laughs> would have been made me a terrible engineer. You know, so I was kind of stuck in flux as to what I wanted to do. And, and my parents looked at me and said, you know, you can make a career out of this. And I, I didn't think anything of it. And I said, well, what, I just, you know, go online? They're like, no, the University of Minnesota. 
And so I, I switched my degree program and continued to work at the municipal golf course, not knowing that I had been doing some landscaping favors for the tournament director of the senior tour event that we hosted. And I did this and, and, and just kept doing that. And I heard of TPC Twin Cities uh, being built. And so my dad looked at me and said, Alex, you know, college is coming to an end soon. You ought to, you know, get some interview experience. Yeah. You got to find a job. I said, well, I'll apply at this TPC. It sounds cool. <laughs> and I put down Hollis Kavner's name, who was that tournament director. Not knowing that Hollis was part of the investment group that was building TPC Twin Cities. <laughs> so, um, you know, through thick and thin, uh, a gentleman that Jonathan actually got the pleasure to work for here a number of years ago, Pat Franklin, um, was the superintendent that was hired for TPC. And I interviewed with Pat just thinking it was good experience to interview. And I ended up getting hired. Um, and I was rough around the edges, holy blue jeans, Metallica t-shirt, you know, backwards hat. You know, I had, I had a lot of bad habits and a lot of bad behaviors and Pat took a lot of faith in me and, and hired me. And, and I guess the rest is history from night June of 1999 on. Um, it was just one more challenge after the other that, um, I kept asking for, and the PGA tour was grateful enough to allow um, and I've loved it every minute since tournament golf, the pressure, um, working in top notch facilities with top notch people. Um, it, it's kind of tough to beat. Yeah. And I, I imagine you've had a lot of, uh, I mean, stories like Jonathan now that, uh, you've, you've been in the network for so long and uh, that's gotta be super rewarding to, to see folks who've worked for you move in and, and kind of follow your follow your path uh, into a into a career in this business. Absolutely. You know, this was one of the conversations that I actually had with with um, Paul Vermeulen and Collier Miller when we were discussing this position. I said, guys, I want to remain connected to the TPC. There are so many good people that I enjoy having as a part of my network right now as, as a superintendent that I can't let go of that. These are such great professionals, great human beings. I want a chance to work with them more. And so that that's what kind of uh, led me down this path. And and it's it's certainly rewarding, and we even see it here this week. We've got a number of former assistants volunteering. That's great. Um, and to see where they're working at, whether it be Conway Farms or one of them's a, oversees the grounds for an entire university. Wow. Seeing their successes um, is, is, is encouraging to, to be able to – take even a small iota of credit for that you got a chance to work with them and allow them to get to that plateau in their career too yeah well and it'll be nice you obviously this won't be quote unquote home anymore here at the maintenance facility at deer run but um, are, are you and the family staying here in the, we in the area we're going to remain in moline and okay. and um you know this is home for us yeah you know, and that was another big thing for me is that i, I i'm looking forward to traveling and seeing our other clubs um but this is where my family is. You yeah. know, my wife and daughters, um, my, both my daughters have grown up here, and, and uh, my in-laws are five minutes away. Gotcha. My parents are six hours up the road still in Minneapolis, along with my brother and his family. Um, and at the end of the day, family's most most important. I can get in an airplane or a car and go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right? 
they'll always be here, and, and uh, I'm, I'm appreciative for that opportunity as well. That's great. How old are your daughters now? Eight and almost five. Oh, boy. And you I'm are... completely owned. That's right. <laughs> I, make, I, make, I don't split any hairs with that one. I know where my bread's buttered and where they've got me. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a fellow girl dad as well. I have two daughters now. I have a, a son as, as well from a previous marriage, and he actually got into the business a little bit. And, uh, um but yeah, it's uh, that's a different deal. A little bit older. I just married one off. So oh uh, wow, yeah, the, we we can talk about that offline. But all right, um, really quickly, I appreciate you giving me this much time during tournament week. I was a, l- a little surprised, but I do know a little bit how mornings you have a little bit extra time. So I really very uh, very appreciative of you doing that. But um, we've already we uh, a little quick. Just quick hitters I want to throw at you. They're kind of fun questions. Yeah. The first one was your favorite quad city, So, and you've already named that. I'm going to go with, um, well, I'll go with Moline, too, but nothing, nothing it's uh, Davenport, it's Rock Island, and Benton, Bet- Bettendorf, Iowa. Bettendorf, okay. So, and I'm staying in Bettendorf, lovely place. You're 1A on my favorite quad cities. <laughs> um, if you could pick any golf course to play, which one would you, which one would it be? I'd have to go with St. Andrews. I just look at that as pure, pure golf. Um, there's nothing contrived. You don't hear about the 18 different ways it's been designed, redesigned, um, and it's just history. Yeah, it's it's truly the home of golf. And good timing here with it. Uh, St. Andrews, 150th yes, Open Championship. That is true. Right around right around the corner. When you're say you're playing St. Andrews, you're playing Pebble Beach, you're playing. Are you focused on your game or are you looking at conditioning for me now it's the fact that i've been involved in renovations and construction i look at the playability of why you know why that burn is there why they have that gorse over there or why is that green positioned that way having worked with pete Dye in san antonio and and uh, da wybring here and and mr palmer up in minneapolis you you see what their nuances were and then you start to look at it from there, from those different perspectives, and go, okay, why did they do that that way? Yeah. I mean, my golf game is so horrible; I can't spend any time <laughs> focusing on it. I ain't gonna fix it, you know. And and the play a bit, you know, the 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 conditioning. There's so many different ways to skin a cat. Is is I know that every golf course I play, the people that are in charge of it are doing the best they can with the resources they have. Yeah. And for me to overthink it is not worth anybody's time. Yeah. Absolutely. Any um, any hobbies off the golf course? Do you have time for any hobbies off the golf course? You know, for me, and, and it's it's a little dangerous, especially in my new role that will provide a more predictable schedule, but I'm big into DIY. Okay. So if, I, if there's a project around a house, I'd rather get in the truck and drive to Home Depot or Lowe's versus picking up the phone and calling somebody. Yeah. It's dangerous because my wife knows when I get in that mode. <laughs> It's, it's likely there's going to be dust and there's likely that the credit card might be a little dinged for a while. So that's that's my big thing. And I like I like to be outdoors. You know, it's the, the, yeah. the nature of the beast, you know, riding bikes, going, you know, laying out on the lake, just enjoying what Mother Nature's given us. Awesome. Awesome. Any uh, any TV recommendations for the listeners? Are you a I'm still Netflix trying to, guy? I'm still trying to finish up Ozark. Oh, you know Second what? Second half of season four, I got to get through... And now I'm starting to see all these ads. I got to revisit Stranger Things because I got through two seasons and then, well, I think I started watching Ozark. So yeah. I got to kind of make the circle yeah. back. I just, I just finally, I was a little behind, but I just finished uh, Ozark and kind of abandoned Stranger Things. My wife's been trying to get me back into that. But 
Um, and the last one, if you weren't a superintendent, what would you be doing? Uh, sounds like uh, maybe not an engineer, but maybe an engineer. <laughs> you know what? I would probably still be working like in construction. I just love the tangible aspect of our job. You give it an input, it gives you a result right there in front of you. Um, I think there, that's one of the reasons why many of us got into it, is to see the fruits of our labor. And and construction can do that as well. Plus, I just like playing on big iron. Yeah. You put me in a backhoe, a dozer, I'd, just, I'd, <laughs> I'd be lost all day. Uh, well, you'll get to see, uh, the whole world will get to see the fruits of your labor, your team's labor, uh, this week with the playing of the John Deere Classic. Um, uh, the one question I forgot, uh, when is when's the transition occur? Are you here through the summer, the season and and then transitioning? Yes, I'll, I'll start to transition out uh, this fall. Uh, Jonathan will be here sometime in September. And, and fortunately, with me being here and, and having so, just a little history with the property, sure. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to, to allow Jonathan to come in a little cooler weather yeah. where we can take the time and, and really allow Jonathan to develop the agronomic plans that he wants to that will continue uh, the, and enhance the success of the golf course. Well, that'll be great. Well, uh, Jonathan, again, congratulations. Maybe in a few years down the road, you'll be on the other side of the microphone. I only brought two, and there's only two microphone ports on my <laughs> little recorder anyway. But congratulations on, on the on the position. Alex, thanks for the time, as always. Always enjoy getting a chance to come and uh, see you and the crew and get out on the golf course. I think we're going to hit the course this afternoon with, with the – with the team as they get out there to do afternoon rounds. But thank you for thank you for joining us and good luck in the new position. Look forward to seeing you down the line. Thanks much, Scott. Appreciate it. Well, that puts a wrap on yet another episode of the GCSA podcast. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Alex Studeman from TPC Deer Run, who very soon, if he hasn't already, will be jumping into a new role as the Director of Agronomy for the TPC Network of Courses. I want to thank Alex for his time, uh, Deer Run's new superintendent, Jonathan Graham, for his hospitality during my recent visit to the Quad Cities. And, of course, my thanks to Darius Lane and everyone over at John Deere for making that visit happen very much appreciated. More good stuff to come here on the GCSAA podcast, so keep a close eye on this feed in the weeks and months to come. But until then, a big thank you to our podcast editor and engineer, Evan Bissell, to everyone at Bear for their ongoing support of the podcast, to the nine members of the GCSAA board of directors, to all my coworkers and colleagues at GCSAA headquarters in Lawrence, Kansas. And of course, the biggest thank you is to each of you for subscribing, downloading, and listening. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch up again very soon on another episode of the GCSAA podcast.